What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. One. Unique! Baby, let me tell you something. Hey. Hey. <laughs> let me tell you about that Beyonce album, man. Correct. It's the way it's one song. Yeah, you can't listen to the songs individually. Like, I mean, some of them, yeah, but no. Nah, I have yeah, a confession. What? When I listen to people album for the first time, I play it on shuffle. You know, people be talking about people like that, but I used to do that. Oh, my know, air, let me cut my air off. Let me cut my air off so I won't mess up the sound. I can't even hear it. Y'all, Draco always be like, let me cut the air off every time we record. But I don't well, be hearing. The thing about it is, you be telling me you can't hear it, and then you be like, "Oh, dang, that did make a difference." I know you're right. I thought about that while I was explaining it. But um, yeah, I like to play it on shuffle unless it's got interludes and stuff like that. But I don't even be checking for that. I don't know why I do it. I don't have a real reason. But ever since I discovered what it does when I had a Walkman playing Sammy album, I just been pressing shuffle. Okay. But Beyonce album, please don't. You can't Maybe. yell me things. It's all one song. So I went to Gatlinburg this weekend with my cousins and we played it a hundred million bajillion times. And to me, it was the first time, every time. I think this might actually, I don't want to say this is my favorite Beyonce album, but I feel like it is. And I think it's because it's so different from the others. Yeah, Beyonce definitely has like a style um, of music that she makes. And it's, it's every time to me is like different, but still Beyonce. And I yeah. think this is like something that was completely different from what she's done before. And I think that's probably why people are into it. Now, I know I do see mixed reviews, but it's just because that, you know, I don't expect everybody to like it because I don't think that everybody listens to like dance music that's or I mean, that yeah. stuff like that, which is fine. But I think that over the co- last couple of years, when it comes to R&B music in general, the whole tone of it has been like kind of uh, melancholy Sad, not yeah, you know, even, even if the song isn't sad, on the phone in the closet. <laughs> but I think that since it's, since like even even if the song ain't sad, just the way they sing it, like I think that Janae Summer and Kaylani have has a way of making songs just sound sad, even if it's happy. So I think that this was something that just shifted. The whole mood of everybody, which I wish it would have been before the summertime, but whatever, you know, we can always use a little picking. I feel like when artists say that their project that they about to release is so different from the usual, I think they be talking about where they was at when they recorded it because it don't be sounding different. Beyonce really lived it and did it. But it's like some things that she would like, you know how some people, I can't really explain it. I can't remember what song it was, but she was doing something with her vocals. And I'm like, when people make this sound, they don't be sounding good. It's just, Four was my favorite album. I know a lot of people say it was not, but that was my goddamn album. Baby. Four is like. Best thing I never had. Best thing I never had was the top, you know, when you had, when iTunes was a thing, it would tell you how many times each song was played. Turn on the lights, future was number one. Best I never had was number two. Period. Oh my god. And everything after that was probably I still music. use our music or Apple Music. Well, yeah, oh. Apple Music, but iTunes is gone. You got iTunes still? How? Wait, like where you can buy music? 
No, it was just the app. I don't know. Maybe Apple Music, the app can still tell how many times a song is played. I never checked. Let's look. Oh, it's the iTunes store. Never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't realize it was gone. It's been well, a few years, Draco. Also, um, we got a new president. His name is Joe Biden. Okay. All right. The jokes. Speaking of delayed news, this ain't uh, shock talk, but this is on brand. Yeah. Did you see that video of Stacey Dash? I literally was going to make that shock talk like the, the first one, but... I couldn't hold it in. I uh, just yeah. saw it just before we started recording. So, a few things. Um, <laughs> first of all, that's literally insane that man has been dead for a year and you're just now finding out and you're devastated. I think she is not okay. She is devastated. So, she... um. Also said in the um, in the caption that it that that it was a song that he made that helped her get through some things and that she's been uh, sober from I'm guessing drugs for six years. So in my head, I'm like, her being on drugs um, definitely explains a lot. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. And it's really a shame because Clueless was literally one of my favorite movies growing up. I really liked um, Stacey Dash in that movie because she was black. And she was the only black girl, and she had an accent. But yes, drugs great, sobriety great. But what part made you pick up your phone and start recording while you was crying like that? She probably got some brain damage. <laughs> she do from dating that man. You know and what's so crazy about like artists doing that era? Um, like a lot of uh, artists, black and white, no matter. Uh, I feel like they all are troubled. Like these days, like they have a lot going on. Think about it. Think about their abnormal life. How they don't have nothing to themselves. They don't actually get a chance to sit down and figure out what they like, what makes them happy. They make a lot of money fast, get a lot of attention. It's just hard to even think straight when you got that much going on. But I wonder, like, is it a way that you can enjoy being like, you know, doing what you love, making music, and being an actor, actress, whatever, and still have a healthy life or mind yeah i think i think so but i think you have to first have a solid foundation yeah if you start off wrong you already you know bound to drizzle but i like to use usher for an example because he's been famous and monica now i'm not saying they never had no issues in um in life but they never let it make it to the public they hound it on their own so they didn't make a spectacle about it but i think that people number one need a solid foundation they need to have a decent understanding on, on like what is good and what is bad. And I think that if they want that kind of piece that you speak of, they have to be able to say no and not just take on everything that comes their way. Because sometimes people get that rush of fame and they're getting excited. They want to be everywhere all the time, doing everything, making every dollar. But that does not bring peace. Yeah. No. Um, you know what's so crazy? I feel like Megan was doing that at the beginning of her career. And now you can tell that it, it fucked with her and it, you know, it didn't benefit her, and now she's, like, very anti. Yeah, I think she was excited, because I definitely felt like she was everywhere with everybody. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. It's hard not to. I mean, it's like, hard. wow. You, you, you kind of low-key have to be like that, but then also, it's it was it was just, to me, it was a part of her image. I mean, she's from the South. It was given, like, country girl, I wear cowboy hats, I am a white. And all these people who she probably admired just a year ago are reaching out to her. So she probably was yeah. like, uh, yeah, I want to be with her. Or beefing with her. Imagine that. Imagine you beefing with people that you looked up to. That's really insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, what you been up to? Um, I've had a long week again. Um, I end up working um, pretty much every day except today and I think Sunday. Actually, I did work Sunday. I'm lying. 
But I pretty much work every day except today. And then Friday, I went to a birthday party. Uh, Not a birthday party. Was that Chuck E. Cheese? No, it was at a a hotel here called The Addition. They called The what? (laughs) The Addition. It's like a boutique hotel. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, No. Sorry. One of my plants yeah. fell. The soil is on the floor. And I, my vacuum cleaner need to be charged. So I'm trying to make sure Hazel don't fall. <laughs> um, eat it, but I don't know if it can irritate her. I um, But that's it. I ain't been doing nothing, you know. Uh, just trying to figure out life every day. Hey, you'll never stop doing that. Well, that's good, though. I um, I had a very much needed weekend with my cousin. Let me tell you one thing about it. Me and my cousins... We stick together like some zoes. What did what future said? Okay, me and my cousins, whether we first cousin, second cousin, third better, cousin, don't quote, we ain't quoting no more rappers because Rico. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, me and my cousins, me and all of my cousins are very close. Like, we even if like it's so funny because people do not be hanging with their third cousins, but my family, we be together, we be kicking it. And so we do a lot of stuff together. Whenever we take trips or do stuff, we always get along. It's always a good time. But we went to the cabins this weekend and Gatlinburg got a beautiful Airbnb, really nice. And we had so much fun. Me, the project manager of the family, I had an itinerary. I created a QR code to make it accessible. And we we stuck to the plan. The only thing we didn't do was karaoke, but that's okay because I made them watch Hamilton. Oh, so anyway. my God. <laughs> Uh, we had a good time. We cooked for each other. I cooked dinner and breakfast. My cousin made a crab boy. My other cousin, she ordered pizza. So she was going to make nachos, but some stuff had happened. But we had a good time. We just talked and kicked it. It was just a good time. It just makes me grateful that I have a very stable, sane, and established family. For real. And that is very... Um, that is very good because let me tell you something. Love my cousins to death, but we are night and day and it's always some beef. So I don't know. Like with I us, mean, that's me saying that they wish that they could. Uh, even one of my friends ended up posting on his story. But they would say they wish that them and their cousins could take a trip like that. I'm like, dang. I mean, I can do my, do my folks. And so it's what's even crazy is we vary so much in age. I remember when some of them was born. Like I remember when they were yeah. babies. It's crazy. But my um, So my mom has twin sisters. And the sisters' kids, they both have like six kids each. Like we have a huge family. They have six kids each. Literally, one side of the kids don't like the other other kids. And they ain't gonna never get over, huh? No. Like even when um so one of my aunts died during COVID. So afterwards we were trying to like be, you know, soon you of course when somebody died in your family, they were like, Oh, we gotta sit together. Do this stuff that we've been knowing that we should have did. Yeah, they do. People say that every funeral. Don't let this be the next time we see each other. We need to do stuff. So we did. We tried to come together on holidays, and the um, yeah, one side of the family wasn't invited. It was really weird. I was, I actually was pissed. Now I will not act like it's always peaches and cream. There's, I would say this: the millennial and Gen Z group, we good. It's the ones before that that's got issues. Um, we separate ourselves from them and then gossip about them together. It's kind of... Okay, so like my age group and below, no issues for real. Yeah. 
around my age. But yeah, like a little bit above. Um, my sister is definitely one of the problematic members in my family, unfortunately, um, for very good reason. That's why I'm not mad about yeah, yeah. it. Um, she has very good reasons to be, and she's going to pop off every time. She's going to start it every time. Um, yeah, one thing about it, Tamika never cared. Never. And it's so crazy. I'm because we total- You know, I said every time I'm scared of her. Yeah, whatever you want, ma'am. We are total opposites. Like, even growing up, my sister would be the one that just say everything for me. She literally can't help it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, my cousins don't have that close relationship. Like, we talk on social media. We'll text and, you know, whatever. But we don't hang out. We all just yeah. do different things. Um, so that's actually really good. I seen y'all was out there playing with bears too, Chandler. Baby, when I tell you we saw bears plural every single day, we saw five one day, two the next, three the next. Then the last day, the night, the last night, we saw a bear, y'all, Lily breaking in the car. So I wish I yeah. was lying. I wish I was lying. That's crazy. That's so <laughs> that crazy. That video got over 10,000 views. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I don't know what I would have done if I seen a bear. The thing well, is, we expected it because we was in the mountains, and plus TikTok, honey, you try you you book a trip, and now you're getting video. I was out there getting all kinds of Tennessee videos. We expected it, so we knew better not to keep our doors unlocked. We didn't even take the trash out until the until the day we left. We let the trash. We had like four big thirty got not thirty, probably like thirteen gallon trash bags downstairs. They was gonna wait until we left. <laughs> And it's crazy because the trash cans out there were, are locked in a cage, but it still attracts bears because they're looking for food. But yeah. maybe the people across the street, they took the, the bear to the makeup case, the bag of chips, everything. And they scratched up their car. This is a, that bear was big, a big grown bear. No. I wonder if you, well, you can probably file insurance. You can if you, if you got insurance on your rental because they had rentals. Yeah, and one of the cars the bear couldn't get into because the guy said because we ended up talking to them. The guy said that he lives around a lot of bears, so he knew better. But clearly, his people didn't because they they live in Vegas and stuff. But I feel like oh, it's yeah. probably bears out there somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it's a lot of it's animals out here. Um, the coyotes be literally walking the street. Oh yeah, they be in my parking lot. I be like, excuse me, I'm just trying to get in my car. Yeah, they be out here walking, and then foxes, and then yeah. like stuff like um rattle. We have rattlesnakes, so I'm like. Yeah, the snake thing is wild. We do get snakes, but there don't be no rattlesnakes. But that's probably because y'all yeah. by the mountains. Yeah, like running, running. I, I look. I walk down with my head down because I don't. It's a lot of mountain lions out there too. Because when I went hiking in California, we saw fresh poop, and they told us if you see fresh poop, they mean it close by, baby. Who ain't turn around? See, I don't like that. I mean, I, I can't expect You got to take it. stuff with you. Take noisemakers, take spray. You got to have it on you because... It'd be a lot of people out there, though. Okay, all y'all can get bit. He would have to bite like 200 people. You're going to be 201. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, what I was about to say, uh, oh, we got skunks out here, too. That's insane to me. Oh, not Pepe Le Pew. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Who you got for Black Business of the Week? So for speaking of running... You see how that just went right into it? So, um, as you guys know, I have, I have like a patient, what I call a patient, um, healthy journey. And I'm calling it that this time because I think that anytime I go into something, I always try to jump into it. And I don't think that's ever worked out clearly. So, now. I'm on, I'm on one right now, child. Yeah. So, I just take my time. You know, I for the most part, I eat fairly good. If I don't, I definitely uh, burn it off by going to running. 
Um, I don't really care for the gym right now because I only have one of my monkey pox shots and um, y'all wilding out on Instagram with these gym videos. I can't really deal with, with the bullshit, so I'm not going to gym. Anywho, <laughs> so <laughs> I have I went to Runyon and um, there was a guy standing out front and he had a table where he was selling sea moss. And so, of course... I buy sea moss all the time, so I'm like, whatever. I'm not really impressed. <laughs> I'll just be, you know, going by my business. But um, so he was like, no, I'll give you a free sample. You can try it. You're not going to taste it, blah, blah, blah. And so I tasted it, and it tastes like applesauce, and I was confused. It looked like applesauce. It looks like applesauce, but it literally tastes like seawater. It's so nasty. <laughs> so... Oh, you talking about in real life, not the one yeah. he gave me. Okay. No, not the one that he gave me. <laughs> See, Ross, um, by itself is so nasty. Yeah. So, um, whoa. So, I ended up, I never, oh, here we go. So, he ended up letting me taste it, and I was like, whoa. So, I didn't buy any because I have some in the refrigerator um, already. So, I'm like, when I run out, I'll hit you up. But um, it comes in like a pouch. He has different flavors. I think I had like, just like regular apple or something, but he has it in juices and he has it um, like in, I guess this would be considered like a smoothie type thing. Mm. And that's what I had, but you take like a spoonful a day for all your vitamins. But his Instagram is goddess. Oh, Ob- Obiani. Um, the, his Instagram being in the episode notes, but if you're in LA, I don't know if he ships, but if you are in LA or surrounding areas, then he would definitely. Why do people get CMOS? Do they like have Actually, I just said his, his um, Instagram name wrong. That's the wrong person. I'm so sorry, y'all. The Instagram name is C Nutrients. Okay, well, we gotta, if y'all want to check out the other one, check it out, but put priority on C Nutrients. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, you said where does CMOS come from or where do people well, get it? I know where it comes from, but like all these people providing it, is there a wholesaler somewhere or they just go to the beach yeah. and go diving? No, no, no. Um, they sell it wholesale. Like at the farmer's market in Atlanta, they had it in like bags. Um, you can order it from places that are close to the beach. Any any area that's like closer to water. They, yeah, that um, makes sense. You know. But most of the time, people uh, want, like, the Caribbean uh, sea moss. So, like, the purple sea moss or, like, something that's close to Jamaica or in Jamaican or whatever. In Jamaica. But they ship it. Because it's you, you when you get it, it's, like, dry. I don't know if you've seen it regular, but it's dry. It got sand on it. Oh, yeah. I okay. tried to make it one time. I, I, I felt very bad because I'm, like, I hate being wasteful, but this is going in the garbage. <laughs> I tried to put that junk in any like literally a spoon like the taste of it is so strong that like you put a teaspoon in your smoothie and you taste that over everything. Uh, that's kind of like you put one, uh, a half a banana in a smoothie. And that's the next thing you, know, you got banana pudding. I love that though. Yeah, I like. I don't never do more than a half. If I do a whole banana. Make me five more smoothies and then mix it together. I do a whole. I like I have I like that so bad that I have banana flavor almond milk and I use it for my smoothies with a whole banana in it. Now that sounds good. Then you put one blueberry and the whole thing look like 
brown butter. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. okay, I'll put the information in the episode notes. Um, Tweets from the streets. Let's see what we got. Okay, so. I got one if you ain't got one. Go ahead. So, um, came across this tweet right before we started recording of a guy explaining um, he's so the caption reads a 33 year old man shares his experiences on why he loves younger women ages 21 <laughs> through 25 T- typically they're very um, malleable extremely cooperative and give you grace first of all yeah. he only got 21 or tw- to 25 teeth in his mouth so first yeah. thing I thought was them missing teeth yeah the back teeth in, um, it wasn't even the back them was the middle row okay that was the over the wing But um, first of all, I didn't even really listen to it because I, I there's, there's no explanation from for stuff like that for with me. Um, now let me be honest: the fact that he said twenty one through twenty five and he's thirty three, um, in reality, those are, those are adults, so you can do whatever you want to do. I don't care about definitely that. definitely meant eighteen. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then the fact that you're just specifically targeting that age group, um, it says a lot about the type of person you are. And and and, and to me, it just I, I see where you're going with that. Like you just really a groomer, and you don't even groom yourself with them teeth missing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. Okay. I. I am very, I think it's extremely wild that men in particular, anybody, but obviously men are, are the ones I've seen speak on this the most, that they particular, they intentionally target a younger group of women to date because they feel like they can get away with more. Basically, they feel like they won't be held accountable or they feel like that woman has not been damaged yet. So they think they can just get away with whatever and live their life how they want, essentially. Or they can put things in their head to have them be the type of girl they want them to be. But those type of people that become young brides, young moms, mm-hmm. all these different things, 15 years later realize and they put so much in- intention or effort into these men and threw their life away. And now they got to really start over and figure out what they want. And it's a shame because I remember being young and never, ever, ever even considering dating an older man. But I would have friends that would even in, like, this is going to sound so bogus, but I would be in elementary school and a girl would be happy to be dating a dude in middle school. Because they somehow, and I know that when you that young, relationships aren't real, but to me, it's all relative. It's all similar in, um, in ideal. So, like, you think because he's older, he's got it together, or you think he's more responsible. But we know that's not true. People can be more responsible at 18 than somebody at 38. That's the truth. And, and vice versa. So, it, age has absolutely nothing to do with it. I know plenty of men older than me, and I'm 33, who do not have their own roof over their head, do not have their own car, living check to check, credit jacked up. And whatever it is that you want in a partner, that's fine. But I'm just saying to assume that somebody will be more ready and more serious because they're older is absolutely not true. And there's no reason why somebody will avoid someone their own age and date younger and you think they have good intentions. It's not because you're mature for your age. That's what they told you so that you could let them lead the way. Yeah, no, I think it's weird. But you know what's so crazy? Um, when you're young, like on the opposite end of it, I, re- I can remember being in high school and really trying to like, well, not trying, but like really enjoying the fact that older men would hit on me. Like, I'm like, dang. Yeah, I'm like, they're going to kidnap me or rape me. 
I remember at one point uh, for like a week, I talked to this dude that was like 30. I was 16, 17. Oh, he needs to go to jail. It's not too late. And, now the, and I'm like, whoa. Like, I've, and, and that happened multiple times. I've talked to like multiple older guys. And think guys. about how much you thought you knew everything at 16 and looking back and how much you really didn't know nothing. Nothing. Because in my head, I'm looking at it. You're used to... You're, so... Growing up around women and just uh, black women in general, you always overhear conversations about how independent they are. Like, oh, um, I make my own money. Um, you know, I don't want to be this type of person dependent on a man to do things for me, blah, 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 blah. So in my head, I thought that I was tr- attracting those people because I had jobs and I was in high school. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that I was like, oh, I'm going to school, making good grades. And, and that is impressive. It is, but... There's still again a reason why they not dating somebody their own age. That's very true. You remember in, in middle school, one of our classmates was in eighth grade and they were dating a grown man and smoked cigarettes. Yes, I do remember that. And I also remember having a friend in ninth grade who was a freaking stripper, like stripping at private parties. And it's like she would be so happy about these men that she would meet. And it's like I used to I never felt like that was okay. But I also know that my mama really beat that in my head. Like it was never nothing. I would be so intimidated by older men, and I'm glad I was because I just don't. I would. I. I always felt like there was a knowledge gap there. Like regardless of like money and stability, like in reality, when you 16, 18, you could be 22. You really have not fully tapped in. Like your mind, your brain isn't even fully developed. But it's crazy because us saying this as adults now is what adults were saying at our age, and people still didn't realize it. So they really got to go through that cycle and look back and just hope to God yeah. they don't end up with pregnant and married. I've, no, I've noticed that. So you can tell people stuff at a young age, and they'll realize it later on. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't stop telling them, but they're yeah, not yeah. going to fully understand it until they go through life and experiences. Mm-hmm. experiences You're right. Like now, some might take heed. So, I, yeah, like you said, still tell them. But a lot of stuff, I mean, I remember being told stuff and thinking I knew more than I did. Now, I didn't. I never made any of those decisions. Like, some some of the real important things, I definitely took heed. But I remember having conversations with somebody being like, they don't understand. Things is different now, but they're not different. They just in yeah. skinny jeans. Like, that's really it. They're different, but they just, it's different scenarios because, you know, times will change. But, but the intention is the same. Be the same situation. Yeah. That's the scary thing about having kids, man. Every time I see some of these videos of or stories about you know kids getting kidnapped or sex trafficked or getting bullied it's like i i just don't know how to make I, you can't prevent those things from happening i mean things like whatever's in the car is in the cars yes sex traffic you can teach your child like hey self-respect self-love these are the things to look out for these are the people to stay from around but when they make up in their mind regardless of what you told them what they need to be doing they're probably gonna do it and they're gonna find a way to make it happen unless you just put them you know be a helicopter parent and sometimes that can have negative results as well so it's just like being a parent is such a it's like never any anxiety and a huge gamble because you just do not know you could be the best parent ever giving your child whatever they need to survive and they can still do things that could you know remove them from this life or you know remove you to be honest mm. it's scary but yeah i think that's really wild it's very predatory is he knows exactly <laughs> him, him dating younger women is literally about control that's really yeah. look at this r kelly situation Ooh, and his honey. victims have grown now and they still under the trance and pregnant and writing books that look like they was made with a blindfold okay you know what you oh, man when i think about the grown men that used to be pulling up to theral oh my god 
And I used to be so scared for my friends. I used to be thinking like, and I was a virgin. I'm like, oh my God, he probably having sex with her. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But they thought, they just thought like, oh, I know somebody, oh, never mind. I know somebody who was messing with a teacher and they was they was in middle school. Let's just say that. Not at not a teacher at that school. But anyway. Okay. Not that it makes it better, but I'm just saying there's nobody that we went to um that we so that we taught us. Yeah, it's so crazy. It is. And I just when I look at the youth now, when I look at them like sixteen, even twenty one, I mean I got some young tenants and they look so young to me. And I'm and I it's crazy because I was their age once and I thought that I was like, All right, yeah, grown, grown, grown. And I was grown and I was intelligent and I was on a good path. But even then, at 22, when even when I graduated from college, I just it was just so much I did. I really didn't really get to know myself until I was able to provide a roof over my own head and spend time alone. And that's when I was able to. Yeah, um, I, I I tell people this all the time. I really feel like I'm just now getting the hang of of adulting. Really? Yeah. yeah like at 33, I'm like. I mean, at least it's happening. And it ain't like you ever been like no no freeloader or no junkie or nothing like that. You always on a good path, but maybe it's just a point where you're like connecting some dots. For sure. Yeah. I feel or, it. I know that feeling. And it's a, it's definitely a good feeling, but some people never reach that point and they are easily manipulated and they always find themselves in situations that literally are chaotic. And I'm a chaotic person, but keep, let me have my own chaos. I don't want you on. <laughs> right. Let it be self-inflicted and not because of those, you know, having the wrong people around you. But I really do pray for the youth, man. I hate to see those type. And it's and it's even worse on the internet because they can have nice clothes, nice shoes, nice cars, and a picture. And they'd be like, oh, he, wow, that's great. My mom ain't even got that. I'm literally looking at somebody, I, just, I promise you, not even 30 seconds ago, I just looked at somebody who told me that they, um, needed money and they just posted a, a, a post of, of some really expensive stuff that they collected. <laughs> so there's someone that, you know, I tell people always ask me for money. There was one person in particular who um, every time they ask me for money, it's always a new creative story. Literally last week asked me for some money. I left them on red again and their significant other posted about how the beggar just gave just paid for them and their friends to have this all expense paid trip to Vegas. So was you panhandling for the trip or is you on crack? Or both. Or both. And to me it's so wild to be in my inbox asking me for money and then having these kind of posts floating around. Like you think I'm not gonna see that? And I'm not yeah. even the only person they ask me because I've talked to other friends and they've asked them too. And they have a different story. Um, yeah, the money, the begging thing be getting really insane. Luckily, since I moved out here, I haven't really experienced it that much. But what I do experience a lot out here is people, um, trying to get me to put them on to certain jobs. And I get it. You know, if you see somebody with, if you know somebody that have, has these certain opportunities, of course, you're going to be like, Hey, you know. If you need me for this, blah, 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 hit me up. I'm okay with that because I'm like, okay, cool. But these people be like, like I had a guy DM me, I need you to send Des Dior this video. Oh, yeah, I seen that, which is. I made for her. It's like, okay, yes, use your network, but. I don't know him. Yeah, exactly. 
so that's so, not even your network. It's not. And then to think about stuff like that. When you offer services or offer something to somebody, I need something to show. I can't just go off word of mouth because my clients or people in general, they don't work like that. So how you want me to put you on to a job for doing wigs and you don't have any photos, no videos, nothing to show that you're actually... Rem- or other people that can vouch for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that's weird a little bit because it's like, okay, well, give me something to show. Like, what do you have? Where is there a website? What? what? Yeah, no. recently I posted. So, um, I mean, I don't really give a darn now. I got a new job because I'm quitting my <laughs> groundbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> I got a new main job. That's not groundbreaking, but oh. I posted it on my close friends, and you know, some people get excited. They want you. There were several people. Several. That asked me to put them on. And I obviously it's not that simple because I don't work like my company has a retail um chain and I don't work in a in a store. I work, you know, at the headquarters. So I can't really just be like, hey, hire my friend. Da, da, da. Like I work in a very, very niche field. Very niche. So it's not unless you have, and that's what I try to express them. Like, do you have knowing they don't have it? I'm like, do you have experience in this, this, and this? And they was like, no, nah, but I can learn. I'm like, no, 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 no. We yeah, talk government certifications like it's not that simple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some stuff you just cannot pick up overnight as a hobby. You have right. to really just be like wanting to do this for a minute. Like you have to, you have to study st- certain stuff. You can't right, just and that's and... that's what I'm trying to drive home. Now, some of them that reached out, I definitely would refer them because I know they work in like specific fields and things like that. I'm like, hey, look on the site, find something that aligns with your experience. But when you hit hit me up saying, are they hiring? Of course, everybody's hiring. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of annoys me because I'm like, what do you mean? Are they hiring? I've been trying to find out if your job hiring too. <laughs> everybody's job is hiring like nobody's never not hiring i mean they could be not hiring but when you think about on the scale of work that i do of course it's just a matter of what you want to do you can be a, a software engineer or you can be a recruiter or you can be a, a data analyst you can be any of these things so i don't really just know because my team is only two people and we work in very a very 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 niche area of business so anyway it just kind of annoyed me a little bit. Similar, like, like your, the, the, not your friend, the dude was like, put me on this one, this Dior. I'm like, I need you to understand how this works. Please. Like, that's really what I need you to do. And I don't have no, y'all know, I don't have no problem putting people on to stuff, but it's not that simple when you're doing this kind of work. Like, at my company, I am a level six. Level seven and up is director, VP, and all that. Like, I'm not I'm, I'm not nobody's hiring manager. I don't have that kind of juice, but I am not in no entry-level job. I'm not – and I hate uh, – I always I always feel like I have to make a disclaimer that I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to paint the picture is I don't know what you mean by putting me on. If you see a position that matches your experience, you should apply, and I can refer you if we even have that opportunity. Yeah. Some of my friends that I reached out to, I told them, like, of course, blah, blah, blah. Because some of them, I know exactly what they do. I know exactly what kind of stuff they do. But if you are a god darn, you, what is, <laughs> you just came from the varsity at the airport. <laughs> I really cannot help you. And I'm not trying to be funny. I promise I'm not. But I just need. Yes, she is. I, I, like, you actually need a. <clears throat> A educational background to do what I do. That's all. She's saying basically that y'all dumb as rocks. Y'all can't do. No, it's not even that. I just think that they think 
that I just, you know, because I job hop a lot, they think it's like, I just found some job and got hired. That's all. Oh yeah. They don't know, they don't know that you can job hop cause you. And I don't even hop. I mean, I give everybody two years. That's not bad. Oh, well, I got a friend that do every eight months, so that is good. Oh, no, but my last company was three. Not my last, but the one before that. The last one was a little different. You need was three, then there was one, and it's two. I think that's good. Mm. Anyways, I'm just saying all that to say is, you know, if you have a specialty, like a lot of my friends have certifications in specialty fields, there's certain things they do. I understand, okay, cool, yes, and I can, you know, refer you, but I remember one time my friend, she's a probation officer, and she had posted a picture on, on Instagram of her uniform, and this girl that we went to school with asked her if her job was hiring. And I'm just like, do you think that you can be a probation officer? Or do you think because this person you know, you it's not possible that they are doing anything serious that they should be able to put? Does that make sense? Yes, that's so... You know what? Now, I get treated like that, too. I think that people don't expect me to know certain things or know about certain things just because I'm from the hood. And I'm like... Like that's the, the way it come off. I'm like, I yeah, probably it's like, like oh, more than you. We went to the same high school. I can do what she doing. It's like no, like this girl went to the police academy and whatever. I don't know what probation officers go through, but it's like wild to think that. And this ain't got nothing to do with necessarily having a college degree or not. But some of these things you do have to go to college for, and you have to have experience. I'm 33, mm. <laughs> and well, I've worked in my particular field for five and a half years. So it's not like I cannot, I cannot. Huh. But anyway, so for the folks I can help, I always try to like tell them certain skills to brush up on and stuff like that if they want to get to a certain level of that. But it's some people, man, I'm like, listen, if you mount TVs, you have to keep mounting them TVs. <laughs> we need plumbers. For real, but don't don't get it twisted. Like my job is hard. Anyway, whatever. I just it just makes me not want to share stuff sometimes. I already don't like sharing stuff to begin with, but I don't like people asking me for stuff. Yeah, I like. I feel like I do. I, none of my stuff comes easy. It comes easy because I created a, a a situation for myself for it to come easy. But nobody put me on to no job ever, and that's fine. That's not a problem. But I need people to do the do the legwork. That's all. Or shake it a little bit. Shake it or break it. Anyways, okay, so do you have anything for Shop Talk? I don't really have a whole lot. It was really that Stacey Cannon. I mean, Stacey Cannon. Oh. Stacey Dash. I hope she's doing all right. She disappeared from social media. Um, it's, it's a lot of weird stuff happening. Weird has been my favorite word to use these days. I'm sorry. Weird? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, Cannon. I hope she's doing all right. Period. What's up, Stace? Um, let me leave the Kardashians alone today. Um, your girl, Nicki Minaj. Let me tell you about Nicki Minaj. So, first of all, congrats to her for for winning the video Vanguard Award. Now, let me let me just come on here to, um, you know, take my statement back. I don't know if I said it on air last week, but I wasn't really excited to see the performance because I thought she was going to let me down. However, you know what? It was very, it's a it was a very light night. Like I felt like when I was looking at it, I felt I'm like, okay, I'm actually happy for her. Um, only because I do feel like sometimes Nikki does this thing where she 
uses her like uh I guess like her image or her uh place in a game as like a tool to antagonize people. So that that Vanguard Award, I felt like it was something that she can use to taunt other, you know, people like, oh, aha, this is what I got going on. You could never have this, you know, stuff like that. I feel like she does that a lot. But it was a very light night um, until today. I don't know what she got going on. Talking about she, um, she literally is like, you should write your fuse with the ugly stick because it's clearly... Is beating the fuck out of your ugly ass. She calling the the writer. She, I guess she DM'd the writers of the New York Post. And um, wait, what's going on? I'm sorry, I'm not following. I'm sorry, I'm probably all over the place. Um, so they posted after that. Of course, she's getting all these headlines. New York Post posted a history of Nicki Minaj's feuds before the VMAs 2022. Yikes! And so she DM'd. The, New York Post is not known for being an ally, by the way. Yeah, it's not. I I don't really I don't, with anybody. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I just feel like the where she is in the game. I feel like she should have you know take up for herself. But I think that she should just get the fuck off the internet and get off Queen Radio because she now she's saying she's doing Queen Radio tomorrow, and I'm like, she girl, Queen Radio like weekly. How often does she do that? She do it like four times a year. Oh, okay, gotcha. Four or five, like it's not something that's all the time. She know she she did it last time during her album rollout. Got it. Yeah. So you just feel like she just is like, what what is it that she's doing wrong? Just responding to people. Um, I just yeah, I I feel like the way that she just treats people, the way she talks to people, um, you know, I don't know. Like, I hate the fact that she just be online just attacking people out of nowhere. I ain't going to say out of nowhere. They probably did something to her. But I think that she should have a level of um, maturity and, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. I mean, she's very grown, right? She's in her 40s. And, yeah. I, and she is literally an icon, literally. And so I agree with you. I think that there should be a little bit more tact or grace. But she doesn't owe us that. But it is kind of expected. Yeah, and it's annoying. I think that's the yeah. thing. It's like we can't really fully enjoy what you got going on or be happy for you because you about to piss me off in about five minutes because you just can't be quiet. I just don't like them little voices in her head. They be scaring me. What voices? She just randomly be like, I'm like, what's happening? She glitching. She do be glitching. <laughs> um, I had I heard some people not happy that she won a Video Vanguard Award because it is the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard. Pretty much saying like it wasn't deserved. Also, they gave it to J Lo, so it's like, where's the bar? <clears throat> I have a debate about J Lo um, all the time with my friends um, because a lot of my friends are from Florida. And people from Miami love J Lo. Like she's like There's a lot of Latinas down down there. But the black people too, like they they stand J Lo. But I be having this debate between um, who's a better performer. Um, between especially now, like it's over their career, Britney or J Lo. I mean, Spears. I think J Lo's a great performer. I think she's a great performer, but I but like even in the recent performances I watched, she be off 
Yeah. And Britney, she gonna hit the mark every time. Now they both be lip singing, so I can't say nothing about the vocals. And well, Britney, we also know demo vocals are not all Jehovah. Yeah, it's a lot of different things to it. It's layers to so, it. You feel like did Britney ever get that award, the Vanguard? Um, did Britney Spears get the Vanguard award? I feel I like can see her getting it. Have. I feel like she may have. Let me see. Um, VMA Vanguard recipients. Let's see who got it over the years. Now we know for sure Michael Jackson got it. He's the first one. Um, who has? Okay, here we go. Hold on. Maybe I should just. I want some barbecue. Okay, that works too. No, Brittany don't have it. Dang. I feel like that would have been iconic to give her with her conservatorship ending. Oh, she did get it. She got it in 2020. Oh, wow. Was she able to accept it? Hold on. Or maybe this is this is Britney Spears' tribute. She did. She So she had the Video Vanguard Award, but she was there for it. She just didn't perform. They had she had like other artists come up and they performed all her hits. That's annoying. I mean, that's cool. She got a tribute, but it'd be nice to get it. Okay. Anyhow, okay. So you feel like do you feel like Nicki Minaj deserved this award? Um. No. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> and I like her. I like Nicki Minaj. I'm gonna tell you why. the The Video Vanguard Award literally is that. It's for the most iconic music videos of all time. Like your career, like over time, the best videos. I feel like when I think of good videos, I think of people like Lady Gaga. Yes, who has gotten that award, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like people like that. Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, uh, Britney Spears. You know what I'm saying? Like like people really don't even put that much effort into music videos, which might make it more obvious that she might have earned that because it's like I agree with you I mean the fact that I don't like when she twerk okay that ruins the whole video yeah I do feel like there's a consistency with her videos that's I guess that feeds into her whole Barbie personality where everything looks like a toy and plastic or some sort of vibe like that which is cool but the award is not about consistency it's about creative videos Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know now I will say her songs are iconic. Now, if this was some award that was celebrating like lyricists or rapper vanguard, rappers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, okay, she definitely needs that. But the video vanguard award, I'm like, that's cool that she got it, but I don't. I can probably name like four videos that's iconic from Nicki. Yeah, well, they probably like, well, we ain't gave her album of the year, so. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know if she's ever gotten it or not. Album of the year, no. She and then of course she never won a Grammy. So they, you know, they the, the industry be kind of like beating her up, or be you know. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of icons that never got Grammys. But I do get how the important that might be. But for for many people, getting a Grammy is great PR. But she don't really need PR at this point. You know? Yeah, because uh, I do feel like once people win Grammys, their careers skyrocket. Yeah, but she, I mean, what's higher than what she's already done? I think it's time to retire. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so let's get into the main topic. We wanted to talk about Paula DeAnda. Um, <laughs> y'all, growing up, me and Draco always had our own language. Literally, everything had a code word. And it really wasn't necessarily a code. I mean, it was a code, but people just didn't know what we was talking about. Yeah. And so we liked Paula DeAnda when we was younger. And she had this song called Doing Too Much. And so whenever somebody was doing too much, we would say they was Paula DeAnda. <laughs> for sure. I still say it sometimes. So my example for today for Paul Deanna was definitely going to be the Stacey Dash situation. But because I had just watched that video before we started recording, my mind would not let me put it to rest. I had to blurt it out. I'm sorry. But uh, <coughs> what you got to contribute to the topic right now? Definitely was going to put that boy in my DM about asking me to work with Desior. I was going to put that in there. He wrote me months ago, and then he came. He came back to check on the masses. Like, so are you gonna do it or not? That's what it was giving. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like <laughs> that's how you, to me. Silence is an answer, baby. It like, and, and I'm like, bro, I don't even know her. <clears throat> like, yeah, I work with these people, but people have to realize that a lot of the times, especially when people work with like one off, like if it's somebody I don't work with on a on a regular basis. That just is probably a last minute appointment. Like, yeah, and y'all can still get along and have fun, but it could be just that a random encounter on to the random night. encounter. So, you know, when we see each other, it's love, we'll speak, but I don't know her enough to be like, hey, use this guy. Right. Um, and then my thing is when people do this, especially when it comes to celebrities, do you think you're the first person who tried to solicit a service to them? Like, I think you should be creative in your approach, put yourself in rooms if you can on your own. But don't like, don't DM somebody who you don't even know asking for a handout. Like that's like me, darn DM in the shade room and asking them to like feature something I wrote about an artist or something like that. Yeah, and people getting creative with the way they asking for money these days. Um, I had got a whole personal voice note from somebody in the DM asking me to donate them some money. Like, not donate. Yeah. So it's tax like, deductible. They were um, trying to get me to donate to their fund for their. Um, and I actually really like this person, so I told him that I would donate. But I'm just Absolutely using it for that. I don't give a darn if it's two cents. But his little um, account, the little GoFundMe thing, it was uh, it, the goal was met. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> when I went on there, the goal was met. <laughs> so, now they can change the goal. Okay, well, don't. I have never donated to nobody's goal. Let me tell you something. If it was somebody stingy with a penny, it's me. I'm sorry. I, I've did it. I've done it before. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't recall ever doing it. If I had, maybe it was back in the day. And it's even crazy because I remember when I wanted to study. When I wanted to study abroad in college, and they were suggesting people use GoFundMe as means to get the money. And I was like, I ain't doing that. And a couple years later, honey, everybody was using GoFundMe. I was yeah. just too ashamed. And I also, um, this is so crazy. This was a priority, but I knew that if I studied abroad, that I would not be able to work and make money. So I just rather work. Yeah, it's so crazy that um, I'm the same way when it comes to asking people for stuff. Um, I take pride in saying that, that you know, like, I don't be asking people for anything, especially because of my past with people, how they just treat you on, like, oh, I did this and did that and blah, blah, blah. I bought, and I'm like, I never asked you to do that, though, so... And see, that's why I, I never had to ask nobody nothing, but I'm quick to pay my part. I remember on my trip, on, on the trip I went to this weekend, every time we had to pay for food, parking, whatever, I went ahead, divided it by however many people was in the car, sent my cut. I don't care if nobody else don't see you no money, but at least you sent you her money. I'm the same way. 
I'm not, let me I cooked for them. I didn't ask for no money to put in on the food. This was me treating them. My cousin, she made a crab. Listen, it was so everything with A1. I made them breakfast the next morning. They said my grease was kicking, baby. Karate kicking with some Jordan ones. And I'm sure it was some sugar in there. It wasn't. They wouldn't let me. Damn. It was probably my first time ever making grits with no sugar. Oh, where you going up? They was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was no cheese. They was good. Um, oh, who was doing too much? Or who I'm trying to think of like a type of person. That, okay. So here's the thing. I, I I get a lot of people. Okay, so I'm the type of person where I take silence as a no. Or I take a I take certain um, hint. I, I know how to take a hint. Yeah, nonverbal cues. That's how everybody should be. So, and and I operate that way because sometimes, um, you know, especially with me being um, from Atlanta and the people out here, sometimes our tones are different. So I may take something offensive that they say that they didn't mean harm and vice versa. So I handle things like that just to kind of lighten that so it won't look like I'm being an asshole. But um, I've realized that it pays to be an asshole. Like, it really does. Sometimes like you really got to be one to people or they will not. And honestly, it, that's a shame. I'm realizing that because people yeah. just don't take a hint. And um, I just, first of all, I don't really care for, like, um Go, visiting people's homes, like I'm, in, I'm not the type of person where I'm, I'm, go, I'm gonna come hang out at your house. Like I don't yeah. do stuff like that. Like even my close friends, like, I can count on my hand how many times I've been to my friend's house, and it don't be no shade. But I don't know. I just, I'm, I just don't be you interested. Know, I'll be in dirty. Sometimes they don't be having good parking. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I don't do that, and so people out here. Um, they have, that's like a thing. That's like the thing to do. Like people have, um, game nights and they have like little, oh, I do love doing that, but I don't social do gatherings, but the game nights out here is different. It's not game nights with your friends. It's game nights with your friends, with your friend. And they are bringing four friends with them, but that's oh, no, all my game nights have been with my cousins actually. <laughs> Yeah, like it's like it's like you're meeting new people that way. Like they bring it's yeah. like a house. Okay, party. I mean that can be cool, but sometimes everybody friends is not your type yeah. of people. Which is fine, but I'm just saying that I'm just saying that's the norm out here, but I'm not used to that. Yeah, I got I'm you. not used to that. So um I'll be trying to not be mean and and self like I the other day my way of saying that was, hey, um, you know, I'm I'm still new here, and I do want to meet people and stuff like that. But outside of work, I don't want to be sitting in nobody's house. So if you want to hang out with me, let's hang out somewhere. If not, then I'm just catch you another time. I feel you. Yeah, you you got to ease into the situation. Yeah, um, and it's still not working. Oh my god, it's just weird. Like people don't take the hint, and I hate to blame things on zodiac signs, but I've experienced the same exact thing. With two other people and they all the same zodiac sign. Some of that they horoscope. Cannot be Aquarius. No, Aries. I really don't know nothing about these folks. I um yeah, I'm not. You know, I am a very. This is the my dilemma. I'm a very very social person. I really am. It's like my person. It's like my my biggest attributes and best attribute. It gives me what I want in a lot of situations: money, jobs, cars, whatever. (laughs) It gives me what I want, and I think that. Sometimes people see that as like 
oh, we gonna be best friends. And I hate that. So when you talk, when we talk about doing too much, I really hate people that want to be best friends with everybody they meet. It's really awkward and uncomfortable because I really like to be in control of who I hang around. Like I have my few people and I got my cousins and that's how I keep it. I meet people that I really connect with, but I don't ever try to take it further. Like for me to take it further to become real, like consistent friends, we have to have several encounters where I'm like, okay, I need to see you in different scenarios if that makes sense. Like I just, it's just kind of, yeah. I can't really explain it. You hit it right on the head when you said, um, I need to be in control of who I be around. Cause that's literally my mindset. I've had too many bad insta- instances where just like a, a, you know, somebody little stray cat friend or start some drama. And it's like, dang, I don't even know that hoe like that. Like she just yeah. was here. And now, you know, like I've even had a friend, um, a friend that that came that became a part of our circle kind of and he one of one of the in circle friends told my business to him and he told it to somebody he was talking to oh no and that person regurgitated it to somebody else that i knew and i'm thinking in my head i'm like because it, and it was something really insane like oh yeah draco's car got repo because it, it did but yeah. nobody know that that you know what i'm saying i could i could talk about it now because the car outside I, and it's a new one it's a new Period. one you know whatever but this happened in like 2013 my car had got repo um you was down bad pool oh i was down bad real 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 bad um but they was talking about the queen all the way down in Miami. Oh, I heard he broke his repo. He's calling a repo, but he got all these followers on Instagram. Oh, now they said you was one of the girls. I was one of those girls with all the followers on Instagram, but no mm. money. I mean, from the outside looking in, I would, I get it. Not to pick sides, but something like that is some good gossip. I would, I would probably very good gossip. About that. But you know what's so crazy, and what I always explain to people is that I never, ever, ever try to put on for nothing i've worked at a mall job i would take pictures at that job and everything yeah and i have 20 30 followers on instagram i'm not prideful if i need to go to work i, I will these go people to work. With no job and followers and be begging for money yeah like i get up and i work for my money you know what i'm saying i just fell through a hard time that during that time and it went left real quick you know um but that moment just made me realize, like, I just don't want nobody be, to be around that I can't say, okay, yeah, she can come here, or yeah, you know, I'll do want to hang out with this person, blah blah blah. Now, if that if it's it go bad, weird, if it go bad from that, at least I can point the finger at myself. Yeah, like, dang, I probably, you know, I like I didn't know that girl was right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I've been hanging out with these people, but I don't like that. Yeah, I, I have it. definitely um been around good friends and their mutual their extra friend and have been asked to buy them food they have asked to borrow clothes it's like whoa why why are you comfortable asking anybody that why don't you just get it for yourself because now you want to like carry or wear this item and make it seem like you you don't like you don't think that's kind of weird it's okay to not have stuff very weird um my friend from out here he he came and visited me one day he brought his friend with him the friend, I don't even know the boy like that. And I had like shoes. I have in the in the like when I come in the house, take my shoes off. He saw my shoes. He started like trying them on, like modeling oh. them in the floor. And I'm like, what are you doing? So now six million things is coming in my head. He's gonna rob me. 
Right. He's number one he on got the list. Clock on his toes. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Athlete's foot. Anything like all this and stuff, it's just like, what are you doing? So I'm looking at him, I'm like, get your friend. How can you just be that comfortable? I wouldn't even do that with a friend. Well, maybe I would for close friend. I'm like, well, let me see how these because I definitely try to my cousin Yeezy slides, but it's my cousin. Like, we have yeah. rapport. That's so crazy to me. I try to play it cool. I'm not, I don't even know if I be my full on self when I meet people the first time. I'll be like silly and stuff like that. But I'll be trying to, I'll be just as cautious trying to make sure, trying to size them up. You know what pisses me the fuck off to? I don't like going out to eat with people who give servers a hard time. Oh my God. I've been on dates like that and it's literally embarrassing. And I'd be, it's it's not okay. I, I, I hate when anybody, I saw this video today on TikTok. Of this lady literally berating Dunkin' Donuts workers. And it's so crazy because people have coffee addictions. They get Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts every single day. They get the same order. They have a special order. And they don't even respect the people that's making that drink. Like, imagine if all the baristas went on strike. What you finna do? And I just think it's so wild that you think you're so above them, but you really need them to give you the darn energy boost that you have every day. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I, I just hate that. And then I hate the fact that um, a lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff, be beyond their control. Like if the restaurant is out of something or whatever, it's not the server's fault that they don't. Right, have everybody know how to get you. Yeah, it's just too much. It's like I hate that. <clears throat> I hate when people just be mean for no reason, and um, I also hate going out to eat with people who don't tip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I will say, in my broke days, I never used to think tipping was very serious. But I, as an adult, you okay? I'm choking on something. Something it feel like a piece of popcorn is in my throat or something like that. Oh, probably not you swallowing your tongue with the little dangly thing on the back of your throat. <coughs> but um, but yeah, I don't play about that tipping. I think we talked about this last episode. Like to me, that's like saying that they should only make two dollars an hour. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's it's so fucked up that people do that. And I, I that is doing too much to me too. Paul Deanna. Tip these people. No, for real. Also, I hate um like a real show offy type of person. People that really like big bragging on things that they got and things that they do with the people that they know. Like I, you know, in Atlanta, we all talk about how everybody is a celebrity here. Like I hate when people just name drop, like, oh yeah, my cousin, his mama used to go work at a daycare center at 24 and Savage niece went to. And it's like, girl, you could have kept it. I purposely, when I'm talking to um, certain friends, I purposely don't tell them who I'm working with because for one, they'll take it as a competition or they'll try to like ask questions. You, I, I don't know. It's just a, it's not like a comfortable conversation. Like with you, I probably tell them like, "Oh, I did this commercial for so and so. Oh, that's that's good. Blah blah blah. Move on from it." Oh, man, I be sound like that. Not like that in specific, <laughs> but I'm just saying in general. Yeah, like, like oh, that. who gave you that job? How oh, you get wow. that? Oh, that's, and that's the sub. That's just like somebody saying, "Put me on this old job." Like, dang, you don't think I'm smart? Yeah, oh, they called me for that job too, but I turned it down. Like people be saying stuff Good like for that. You, sweetheart. What's the um Norman say? Good for you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Norman live in my building. That's really? So oh, now I might get excited if I saw him. I can't even lie. I saw Norman in the lobby um, when I was moving in. Um, Not too rich. 
I can't <laughs> lie. I love him. I oh my god. Let me tell you something. When he had this video when he was at CVS and he acted like a crackhead who had an invisible dog. <laughs> <laughs> I hands down the funniest video is the food truck. Oh, that video. <laughs> what about the one when he was getting? Was he getting eyebrows? Um. Oh, he was like. Uh, <laughs> he was like. Um. Um. I could tell you what, Lori, about it by your face or something. <laughs> I don't know where y'all from, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, I don't know where you from, but where I'm from, we don't do shit like that. <laughs> I love Norman. <laughs> I was on the elevator with him one day, and that I was trying to play. It cool. I would literally be excited if I saw him. I was trying to play it cool. He was like, "What kind of cologne do you have on? It smells really good." I'm like. Santo 33. I'm like, is this a skit? Right. I mean, I don't play around with no comedians. What's so crazy is it's three comedians I run into on a daily basis. Lala Milan, uh, uh, Quay, and him. I, I love Norman. Other. I love Norman. Lala, come on. Actually... <laughs> shady boo shady lady one thing about Alicia she don't care she ain't into it you're gonna know and she's not gonna act like she into it either sometimes you gotta block people on TikTok you know it's crazy I ain't got to that point yet I ain't never been a Lala Milan fan this is not on no hater I just never liked it I used to be a Quay fan but that TT skit got old for me I'm sorry I'm I'm way past the the men and wig stuff. I'm just over it. Uh, I'm very good friends with Lala. I'm Lana. That's my girl. Good for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, do you have any like personal? Do you feel like you do too much in certain situations? Oh, oh my God! I have a very recent situation. So I I've um well I feel like I did too much, but. For good reason. So, um, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get into the actual specifics, but I had a situation with one of my jobs where um, they started <clears throat> unbooking me for jobs and like oh, yeah. booking other booking another artist. And this is I've been working with this this company for so long. Like I've been working with this company for years. Yeah. And so I didn't know what was going on, you know? Um, and so I started thinking of everything. I started thinking about, you know, like, oh, they being shady, they doing this. They're trying they, to satellite your money. Trying to satellite me. And um, I think I just went around and I started, I really started to develop a, a dislike for these people. Like, really been mad, really, like, just in my head, like, oh, I don't fuck with her for real because she, they're being really you know, weird with me and shady, blah, blah, blah. So, randomly... I mean, what you told me, I felt the same way. Yeah. So, I had to work with, with this company. <laughs> I mean, you did. I had to work with this company recently again. And I was like, oh, okay, so y'all back. Okay, cool. So, um, one of the person, one of the people that are over the company... I 
<laughs> Sorry. It's just the correlations. I can't. I get it, though. One of the people that are over the company, she was like, oh, can you do my makeup, too, today? And I'm like, sure, why not? So I did her makeup. I so did. while we were doing makeup, she was explaining to me exactly what was going on. Did you ask and or she volunteered it? She she kind of volunteered it because of um, something that happened right before that. Okay. And I kind of was clocking some tea. And I was like, oh, so it isn't that. It's that. And that, oh, okay, I was just like, connect the dots. So when um, said person was sitting in a chair, I was talking to them or they were talking to me basically just saying how, you know, budgets have changed. This has changed. This thing got added. This got taken out. So this is the reason why we have to be careful on where we spend the money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look at me the whole time. I'm going to do layoffs because I can't. Yeah. Okay. Mind you, it's giving like, I'm like, dang, the whole time I'm thinking y'all are being shady and fake and all this other stuff. And in reality, the budget. I mean, you mentioned up. that it could have been a budget thing. I did, but I didn't know. Because it was yeah. just other things. But it's that like, there. you have had such a long-lasting relationship with this company. It's like, you could say something, and maybe they don't feel like they could, that could. maybe they didn't feel comfortable discussing that. But I also feel like, in my mind, I'll be like, he probably wondering why we do this and that and not this and that. Yeah, but this is why communication is important. Not from, not just from you, but from them in general. But it's like, what would have been the best way for you to even ask about that without sounding confrontational? Yeah, exactly. So I just, you know, whatever. But I do feel like I was doing too much in that situation on a personal end, just because I had literally started to develop a sort of like dislike for these for these yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Like I just because I'm Will just you like work this with is them with the budget for the sake of booking or no. <laughs> Period. Um, nah. Um, I'll say this, and I'll leave it at that. Whenever you decide to take less, that's when um, the chaos and organ. That's when the chaos and the unorganization is the most present. So yeah, and that company is not. They're not serious anyway. They got a lot going on. They got a lot yeah. of budgets to cut. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, cool. Let's move on. Okay, so I think that I definitely do too much personality-wise sometimes. Sometimes when I'm nervous, I can be overly goofy, tell a bunch of jokes, and I just cannot stop and control myself. And not that they don't be funny. It just be a time and a place for stuff sometimes. And I think I get carried away sometimes with my goofiness if I'm not if I'm not around people that I already know. I'm good with one-on-one, maybe two-on-one engagements. But if it's a lot of people, if it's a lot of people around... I can be overly goofy. Like I think about, um, when, I remember this gonna sound when you had your makeup class at NARS. I feel like I was overly goofy in there, and I, I wanted to not be goofy, but I couldn't help it because I only knew one person in there. Two, you and my cousin. So, do you feel like that's just a nervous thing? It's definitely a nervous thing. It's like Alicia, just shut up. But it's like, but it's quiet. I mean, I'm. It's second nature to me, I guess, because I just, I've just dealt with it. Because you just been, but there, you've had yes. word vomit since I met you. 
Yes, word vomit. That's exactly what I have. And it's funny because I can be a very chill person, time and place person. But when I'm nervous or if I feel like outnumbered a little bit, I definitely can get carried away. Only in certain environments, though, because I would never do it at work if I was a new person. I will always try to peep the scene. But I think in some social environments, I'm just like Donkey Kong. Um, I can't, I, not that I can't control it. I don't feel like I can control it, but I'm sure if I really tried, I could. But I also don't be in a lot of those environments, so I don't get to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things I do. I feel like I do too much. Uh, I need to, um, I'm, I'm also to very obsessive with structure. And I don't think it's necessarily doing too much, but a lot of people are not that way. A lot of people are very go with the flowy, and that does not work for me. I need to know. And it's always, whenever I let somebody be going to go with the flow, they always regret it. And that's why I need to be in control. And I'm not a control freak. I'm just very organized. Like, I'll never oh. tell people what to do. But I feel like if we have four hours, we need to know what we're going to do in those four hours. Because if not, it's going to be one hour left, and we're going to be looking back on all the stuff we didn't do. I get that. I need more structure, but, you know, I realized that, you know, everybody, it, honestly, we living in some weird times, so everybody's spaced out, everybody's head is in different places, so I get it, you know what I'm saying? I be giving people a little grace, but sometimes grace... A fall from grace, child. Okay. Sorry. Okay, anyway, what the, okay, I'm looking Speaking at... Speaking of a fall from grace, I just got one question, and then we can go move on. <laughs> um, did you cancel uh, Claire Huxtable or no after that movie I mean after like after her little comments I be talking to people about her and they everybody apparently don't fuck with her because of the I'm not part of that crowd I think that if it was if, if we knew the true thoughts of everybody we was a fan of we wouldn't be a fan of nobody thank you Somebody with some sense, because I, I say like, this all the time. This was not. This is not normal. I don't think that we were ever meant to have this much access to anybody so quickly and so frequently at all. But no, I don't. I don't feel no kind of way. Everybody's entitled to their own perception. It's just about if I feel offended or if I feel disrespected. But I could never take money out of her pocket. She don't pay the way. You know what I'm saying? Now, Bill Cosby, different different case. You know what I'm saying? That's something that bothers me. I'm not comfortable with it. So, yes, of course, I wouldn't support him. But even when we were kids, we all remember we used to always hear about Remember, remember we used to always go see Bill Cosby speak at Doug? And he used to always talk to us like he was got darn crazy, calling us thugs. Anyway, he got, I got a reason to not support him. But uh, Felicia Rashad, no. And it's just, you know, you just got to pick and choose what's important to you. If you don't, if it, you know, I'm not with the crowd. Yeah, uh, I feel you on that, too. I just feel like. People do too much. <laughs> they Paul Deanna. They Paul Deanna. Yeah, I, I'm not. Twitter, I, I promise you, I try. I love Twitter, but I will say that um, I spend a lot of my days muted and following a lot of accounts because I do feel like the internet has like kind of swayed your thinking. Yes. Yeah. And not even on purpose. I'm just like, yeah. damn, is that wrong? Should I stop doing it? I was just about to say, it's not that it's going to change your perception, but now you're more aware. It's like you it removes that innocence that you had about a specific topic. Yeah. And I, I don't like that's why I don't follow people I don't know. I have to limit the stuff that's, that appears on my timeline. Also, be in control of it, like my friend circles. I need to be in control of what I see and what I consume. I turn off people's likes, I turn off their retweets. I only want to see what you what you what you got to say. And I'll handle it. So you are a control freak. Got it. I don't, I don't, you think that makes me a control freak? 
Um, I would say freak. I, don't think I you're definitely like control, I just think that you just like to be in charge. I am very considerate of people's um perception and input, but I I definitely when somebody's in charge, I definitely let them lead. But when I feel like things don't have order, I definitely feel like it's my opportunity to step up and create that order. Out of order. I'm in order, baby. I'm in order, baby. And my eye trip, my cousin tell you it was smooth cousin me, baby. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, let's wrap this thing up. Um, you got anything you want to add before we go? Um what do I have that I want to add? Nothing. I don't have anything going on. I mean, just the end of summer. I'm not coming to Atlanta no more next month, so Oh, that's well. I mean, I'm I'm not even gonna be in town myself. I was gonna mention that. I'll so, be I'll be in Minneapolis for like a week, um, middle of September, and it's definitely gonna land on a recording day. So we either gonna record early, early, or we gonna not record at all. Okay. Um. Anybody from Minneapolis throw me something to do, child? All I got is Paisley Park and Mall of America and George Floyd. And uh. Six Flags season pass. Hey, they don't even got no Six Flags. Dang. They got another park, though, that's real popular. I oh. Might just go you, to, I, I, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I might just go to Six Flags one of these days just to do it and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yesterday I did, um, I did, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but don't tell nobody, y'all. <laughs> So, um, one of my, well, Flo, her, her, she has a tour coming up and it's, uh, I think it's sponsored by Monster Energy. So she had to do a shoot with Monster Energy yesterday. Okay. So me being, me, people, you know, what's so crazy. People always be complaining about my personality sometimes. Usually the really? people, yeah. And you, once again, everybody you complain, yeah, people that complain about my personality, they all are Virgos, all of them. What are they saying? Um, well, I've had a lot of people in the past tell me like, "Oh, your personality is the reason why a lot of your clients like you." Basically, trying to downplay my work, and then like that's not even an insult. They <laughs> they free? say that I act the way I act because I want to be on TV or I want to be seen or just little stuff like that. Like I've I've been told this, and so does that bother you? Um, it does some, but I, but I mean, I'm not gonna stop being myself because they miserable. Yeah, that it would that would make me think I gotta tone myself down, and I wouldn't want. I don't. Do They're miserable people. Like those people that told me that honestly, they be have they be miserable ninety percent of the time. So yeah. it's nothing that I'm not offended by that, but it do bother me. It's like damn, like how are you ha- mad because I'm happy? But um, anywho, me and my bubbly personality, um, I walked in there. And they put me in an interview. I got to interview her. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So I got to interview her for the tour. Um, The interview was pretty cool. I was actually doing her makeup while I was interviewing her. They wanted me to ask her like three questions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I was doing her makeup while I was doing it. It was pretty cool. The lighting was was fire. It's giving media correspondent. That's what I'm saying. I said, now when I be on the VMA's red carpet hosting stuff, I don't want to (laughs) hear Oh, that's what's up. Well, yeah. So maybe you know, maybe that that's maybe something I can look into. Not even just like the red carpet thing, but just like looking into maybe 
trying new things. Man, you could listen. Booking can mean anything. That's great. Because once you do it, what I've gathered from what you've told me about this industry and a couple other people I know that's in stuff, it's like, oh, this Carter got to did the monster thing. Perfect. All right. Here I am. Yeah. Ain't even, like, ain't nobody, ain't no application for some of these gigs. You just got to be right place, right time. Right. Literally right place, right time. I exchanged their info. Um, I was like, if y'all need some ambassadors or if you need like people for commercials or something, just let me know. Call the queen. I'll be here. You know, put me on some commercials or something. I would definitely. Okay. What is that called though? You know how people are like, like say for instance, like the, uh, what's the dude? The the insurance dude. What's his name? Allstate dude. Oh, uh, Samuel Jackson. No, the other guy. I know you're talking about. What do you? Will you let me uh what do you what is what are you trying to describe? Like people they're not actors or are they actors like people that do are they considered actors? I guess you would say brand ambassador. But Spoke I wanna be I wanna be on that level of brand ambassador. Not I don't I I, I take fashion over. Um but I wanna be like, I get what you're saying. Like you are D. When they see ads for for them, that's who they see. Like flow from from um not flow Millie, but flow from um progressive. Yeah, like you are like, do the, me a dentine almost, huh? Do me like a dentine ice commercial or something like that. Nothing's colder than ice, dentine ice. All right, let's wrap this thing up. It's almost <laughs> almost an hour and a half in here. All right, cool. Okay, um, y'all, uh, what's coming up next week? I am gonna. I got some two weeks notices to put in. I can't even do it. Yeah, I can't even do it. How many? Two. I think I'll write you a notice. No, sorry. Oh, this yeah, is this new, gig. This new gig. Cut the check. Very accommodating. And it's that girl. I can't sacrifice. I'll explain when we get offline. Anyway, y'all, all right, another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Holla at your twirl and girl. And your, girl, and your pearl and your twirl and your earl and your hurl and your. Merle. Yeah, unique. Unique.